right, it is uh, episode. We're so crooked, right? Eagle, <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just disregard the first five seconds. Jesus! Oh my God, man, Eagle, man, you are really struggling today, man. Holy Look, I had to Photoshop my own graphics. Clearly, didn't do well. And a bunch of other things are I think, I think uh, someone, still going on. I think someone didn't get the graphics request in on time. No, no, they did not. Uh, it is episode Don't 12. Don't want to blame Eagle, but, you know, it's Eagle's fault. We are episode 12, are we not? We are episode so 12. We have one more did you not go. see the graphic? Like, I believe it clearly it's, indicated it's the graphic. Ep- episode 1 and 2. It's small 2. Yeah. 1 greater than 2. <laughs> you know, <it's> episode <laughs> 1 greater than 2. He's, he's using like a different varsity from like Times Newman, uh, Times Roman, and then he's using like varsity like uh, sound serif over there. All right, so uh, it is episode 12. I shot the serif. Yes, you did. We have uh, four more playing days left in the FPF uh, fall, oh, sorry, spring season before the fall cup will be next month, fingers crossed, as we now uh, approach the uh, final chapters of the season. Uh, so, Pete, we're going to do a little bit different. We're going to actually cover Division A and B first because mm-hmm. we have didn't get much props because there were so little games to be played as they played on the 10th and Sunday last week. So, Pete, when we look at it right now from the quarterfinals quickly here, uh, Junkyard Dogs advance, All-Stars advance, and the Braves advance over Contraband. So, Braves will be in the final direct. So, Contraband will play the All-Stars. Urgence Medical will play Junkyard Dogs. KGP against to get off our D. So, Pete, in the quarterfinals that we had from the day and B, uh, surprised by the results that occurred? I'm surprised by uh, Junker Dogs being here for the beer. I oh, know. By the way, you guys start the clock as well, please. Oh, yeah, no problem. Sorry. Eagle, how far into the show are we? We are two minutes and 24 seconds. Perfect. Perfect. Um, here for the beer, I know they were technically the underdog, um, and I know there was some weird backlash. Every time we announce award winners, by the way, everyone in the world thinks they got snubbed. So, I'm oh, full disclosure, I'm not part of the selection committee. I don't know if this is the case for you, Mo. I I'm get not. flooded. No, I know you're not, but... Mm. Do you also get flooded with yeah, messages? Yeah, I it's crazy. Yeah. Like, I think just because again we're the faces on the podcast, people think that we're involved in all, all, we're all God. aspects. We are God. Um, when it comes to that. No, it's it's something I don't enjoy doing is picking award winners. Um, the most involvement I get is once in a while the the guys will send me two blind resumes and ask for my ad- advice, like with no name attached, yeah. and I'll just say, okay, I think that's more impressive than that, and so on, uh, and give my rationale, and then they, they still make their decision as well. Um, but yeah, so lots of that uh, on with behalf of Sean Avram, who had an interesting season. wasn't a number that blew you out of the water, but he's mm-hmm. the only quarterback in the division that protected the ball. And given the amount of games they had against Division A opponents, you know that the 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 committee thought that that was impressive enough to to warrant uh, quarterback of the year award. Right. That said, quarterback of the year took a loss. Part of the reason through two interceptions. Well, I think you know seeing the highlights that we saw on the Instagram mm-hmm. stories. Uh, like, I know it's a small sample size. I was not there physically. I had my own broadcast that weekend. But I will say this. Uh, are we surprised that Sean Avram lost at this point? Probably not. I, I'm surprised he lost this game. But it's in his DNA, though, to lose at the playoffs. It's like, so you're saying like he's a loser. It is. Um, how can I describe this? It is sort of like a, like a passes or right over here where he loses at this point mm-hmm. in the season, mm-hmm. right? And So is he now the 12th best quarterback out of 10? 13th. So he's 13th in the top 10. Yeah, 13th in the top 10. So they, they lose. I think he just slid below Simon Dajne. Right. The 12. But, but we spoke about it though, right? We, did we not say that to beat a team three times is awfully tough? Mm-hmm. 
And guess what happened? The Junkyard Dogs made it awfully tough, and they yeah. now advance through to the uh, semifinals that they'll play. Like, I, we don't even have data about it. It's just sort of this thing that we've experienced in FPF that we know it's hard yeah. to beat a team three times because they know everything you have at that point. And Absolutely. it's really hard to introduce wrinkles without, like, you know, we're not teams that practice outside of FPF games, right? So it's hard to introduce new concepts and stuff like that in the playoffs. Yes, you, you, you know who did beat a team three times? The Braves over Contraband. Yeah, so That's here's, here's a story that I heard. I, right? I didn't... So I'm not surprised by it because the Braves are the best team in FPF. I just thought that this is where Contraband would win the game. Right, so this, I, I heard a story from someone. I won't say who. But, uh, Can I guess who? Uh, you could, but you won't guess. Okay, right. Iggy Magnets. No. Um, is the, it D. Lazara? No. Is it Dan L? No. Anthony Lazara? No. Yeah, he plays in Division D. I know. Just curious who told you no. the story. It could be anybody. So they're, they're, the Braves are fairly, from what I've been told, the Braves are fairly confident that they'll sweep contraband four times. Really? Like, they, 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 they this is out there. Like, I, I, I know I score kept that game, and one of the players, from what I've been told, said to the contraband, hey, you ain't going to beat us. We're going to beat you four straight times. Okay, so, so now we're so at three. Please. This is me and you now, okay? We have to go through the roster for Braves. So it's Mike Persin, Alex Pilon, J.D. Chevalier, Julien Paymant, George Galipi, Jason Corchain, and uh, Jonathan uh, uh, Maher. I'm going to cross off. I'm going to cross this. off. Uh, it's not Julien Paymant. It's not Joe Maher. And I don't think it's Alex Pilon. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking it's either J.D. Chevalier or Mike Persin would be my two. Or George Galipi Ga- gets chippy in those games. That is true. That is true. But I Plus, don't think he's, he's tall, I don't think he's so he could be heard from Mo, far. So I don't think he'd mm-hmm. give him that, uh, drop that little piece on him. Maybe. No, you know what? Let's just say it. Let's just say it. It was J.D. Chevalier. We don't know. Yeah. Reporting here. Reporting live. We spoiled your source. You did. You sold it. So so that's three now on Contraband. Sources tell me. Sources. Sources tell me that J.D. Chevalier was your source. Sources familiar to the sources told me. My source is Eagle. Exactly. So that's three Thanks, Eagle. They've beaten This is journalism at its finest. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it's journalism in 2021. So that's three now with one more to go. If Contraband already beat All-Stars in the uh, uh, single elimination game. Uh, wow, this that has yet to happen. Exactly. Exactly. Which will be played on Thursday of this week, which I'll, we'll be there for in Laval. Um, I, look, the Braves are the best team. You're right, Eagle. I mean, they are the best team. And I think the Contraband are the only team that can give them a good run for their money. But it's that whole get over the, the, the tall mountain climb over here. Can Contraband beat All-Stars first and then try to slay Braves in the fourth matchup between well, the let, two teams? Well, let's, let's try from – let's reverse engineer this for a second. Well, let's say you are um, – you're on Contraband because the, the team is named after you. Yes, Let's say is. you're their confidant, so to speak. Uh, what would you advise to Dan Lazar? Like what's, what's – how do they get one over on uh, Braves – should they uh, get that final matchup against them? I tell Dan to punch in the mouth. No. Physically? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I just think if you look at his numbers this year for Danny Boy against Braves, uh, how many INTs does he have against them this year? You go, I don't know if you can get that up for us he or can. not. Uh, and I know I think it's four or five, I think, out of the 10 he's thrown this year. I just think that there's got to be that drive that, that kill shot drive that he can close out the game. Because in the second installment that I was there for, uh, they were driving late in the first half. He threw an INT that killed points for them. Had they scored those points, they would have been up by three at halftime going towards the second half. He has five and three games. Five and three games. So And how many he had this year? Ten in total? 
Uh, he has ten total. Yeah, I mean, granted, two of those are not counted because it's uh, the playoff so stats. So, so twelve in total. Is twelve. So yeah. five out of twelve, then, yeah. right? Yeah. So that's almost half. So it, it is almost half. It is almost half. Uh, so if Danny Boy can cut that to, into zero, he wins this football game. So is there um, is there a component of this, like in the dark recesses of his mind, where there is sort of that was even too strong a word, but just sort of a nagging feeling of like, not the Braves again. Like, does is is that something where he has to shake that and just go out and be the best version of himself? He's got a voodoo doctor and get that hex mm. off of him. But Eagle, I, can you find us the uh, best voodoo doctor in the area, please? Yeah, that's your no. request for the first segment of the yeah, show. Yeah, we did a top seventy uh, adult film movies. Yeah. Uh, we need now the top witch doctor in our area. Yeah, top voodoo doctors in Montreal area. Please. Thank you. Oh, sorry, I said witch doctor. I, I don't mean to insult the voodoo doctor nation. Yeah. Because it's a very serious science. So voodoo doctor, please, for us, Eagle. Dr. Edward uh, mm. can use his knowledge to... Uh, he's in the Caribbean. You can call him, though, so he's remote. Or... I'll look. What about Montreal? Take a trip. Take like a trip with your boys. 514-450 area code, perhaps. That'd yeah. be more easier on us. Montreal, um, voodoodoctors.com. Yeah, please. I, so I, I think, look, if Lazaro can go INT-free, they win this football game if they were to meet in the finals, but they got the All-Stars coming up on Thursday. Excuse me. I just had a burp in my uh, throat. So you swallowed it like a pro. I know. So All-Stars, and we know this will not be a slouch of a team for them, mm-hmm. but I would have to imagine going into this game, Contraband will be the favorites to win this game, and we'll have part four with them against the Braves. I mean, it's it's a similar reason, too. Like I think the way the way that there might be that, that sort of X factor that when 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 Braves walk in because Braves were that team that took that first championship from Dan Lazara. Um they they he has that sort of in his consciousness, but now he wants to get that rematch again and the only way he'll get that is by going through the All Stars, right? So yeah. so I think he's gonna be so motivated, uh and the team will be so motivated to do it for him. Uh especially because this is a team which, you know, over time they started as sort of um, a hodgepodge sort of guys that came together, but they've been a core now for a little while. Yeah. So um, I think I think uh, they, they want to get it for him bad enough, and he wants it bad enough that he's going to make that matchup happen. Eagle, where are we in the Voodoo Doctors? Uh, you're going to have to find one online. There's no locals, mm. but you can use one of those online services. Well, listen, we've all learned. We all learned how to do this through Zoom, right? So yeah, maybe exactly. instead of Zoom, it's... Uh, I don't know, the voodoo equivalent of So Z. for Division B, Arizona Medic, Junkyard Dogs, KGP, Get Up for D. Um, look, Arizona Medic has lost to the Division B team this year. Could Junkyard Dogs pull off the Cinderella? No. And a smash and grab? Ne- next question. Okay, perfect. Uh, KGP, it's Get Up like, for D. Arizona Medic is an, a Division A team in Division B clothing. Okay, so they're not going to pull a smash and grab. What would Division B clothing look like? I don't know. But I'd go to the Met Gala for that one. Uh, KGP gold K- on gold on gold. Yeah, uh, KGP get off our deed, and that's. I think this is the most even matchup with these two teams. Someone's gonna have to wear pennies this weekend, by the way, on Thursday. It's get off our deed is gonna have to wear it. So get off our deed has to wear pennies. Um, KG- at, th- at this point, hasn't Jeff Rosenblatt just bought all the pennies? Like, shouldn't he just buy the pennies? I know it's true. Good point. So what what can Jeff Rosenblatt do? Like, he's had an awesome seven game uh, season for them. He's thrown more yards than I've ever seen him do at this level. Can he slay the KGP uh, boys and get this team to the final? So I'm of two minds. First is that when you see Jeff Rosenblatt and, and 
sort of his uh, protege in FPF, uh, Corey Pecker. The two guys are two guys that you think you don't think much of necessarily when you first see them throw, right? Like they don't they don't uh, scream off the page as like these guys are elite athletes, but they are. They they absolutely perform um, at the highest levels in FPF. And Jeff Rosenblatt's a guy who's risen through the ranks very quickly, right? Like he's already better than Sean Avram, as we discussed, because Sean Avram now dropped to thirteen. 13 yeah. So, um, but in all seriousness, still dropping by the way. <laughs> in all seriousness, uh, Jeff's really good. He's really good at protecting the ball. He's really good at exploiting um, something he sees in the field. I remember that first time he played against the finest, where he he gave them a fight for most of the game, and of course. Kevin Wyatt figured it out, but hmm. um, just to say, he he hung in there with Kevin Wyatt, punch for punch, right? So that's the the kind of player they're looking at. That said, um, Cutler just abs- I always say Cutler because I'm o- I'm always deciding in my mind if it's Phil or Jay. I forget which one played in the. Or Ray and Starwar called him Jay one time in the yeah. interview. Well, so that's it. I never wanted to make that mistake, so he did. I start by calling Phil uh, just Cutler, and uh, and going with it. Um, so. The thing with Phil is that we he, he we always inter- underestimate him, right? We always underestimate him, and um, he always performs above that. So I'm I'm pretty sure that Gerard win this one, and that makes me certain that KGP will win it, right? Like because that's just the way it, it's worked out for them. Right. I just think it's an even matchup with these two teams here. I think the quarterback play will be huge, but the 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 uh, complementary pieces like the Quasi Gordons of the world. Uh, the Adam Rockman's of the world. Those are the, those are the matchups I want to watch on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And and who of those guys can step up and, and make a difference in this football game? thing is, Raul Barudi is a guy, Jeff Rosenblatt sort of found Brunt FBF. And he's a guy who has that good relationship with, with a good report. We see that in this past game where he got three touchdowns against here for the Beers. And then you throw in somebody as athletic, as freakishly athletic as Anthony Brisbois. Yeah. Right? So, so he has not only a guy uh, or a couple of guys on this team where, where he has a lot of familiarity with, but then a guy who's one of the top athletes in the league, right? So so it it gives him it gives him that edge. Right. Uh, looking at co-ed. So for all those reasons, KGP will win. Fair enough. Well, we'll make picks at the end of the show, by yeah. the way. Oh, yeah. I mean, find out at the end of the show. Tune in later. Uh, co-ed. Teaser. Uh, co-ed, we are down to the championship game, which will be next uh, on the 27th. So we'll save that for next week since we're in the championship game. But we'll recap quickly here. Uh, that has transpired. So, fantastic night. We played at Semi-Con-Con. Power Rangers, third down for what? Um, any surprises from the four games we had in the semifinals, P's, on Monday night uh, in terms of what played out? Yin and Yang losing by one to Semi-Con-Con. Um, maybe an upset, mild upset uh, of that nature. I thought, I thought Yin and Yang. I think I picked Yin and Yang. So, I think that was a surprise for me. Um, but, I mean, it, it's pretty. it's been a pretty, pretty even matchup throughout the season, right? Um uh, Victor Lalaine, for those who have not played in Division E, very, very good player. Uh, underrated because, literally underrated, because his rating uh, does not reflect his ability because he can he started in a low division. Um, and Marie-Ève Girard, uh, big game as well. She got on the board uh, and that made a difference. Um, and that's that's been the case for Yin and Yang all season is while other teams have found ways to use um, the, their female players and, and get the most out of them. Yin and Yang always seem to be playing understaffed because they just don't use them. And Mo, I don't care how good your your four male players or your three male players are. You can't play shorthand at all game. No, you can't. But this is a Gino DeFazio 
construct a team. He's the architect of this downfall of what he is not being able to do as a captain, GM, whatever you want to call it, team president, CEO. He's like the Jerry Jones without the money and power of mm-hmm. flag football, right? But and success. And success as well. And he isn't like he's he's been fine in FPL. But I mean, Jerry Jones is right. a guy who's and won multiple Super Bowls. I don't right? think Yin Yang is worth four point five billion dollars. Not the, yet. Not yet. Not yet. It's on its way though. Yeah. It's on its way. But our, like, I can't wait for FPFB worth that kind of money more because oh, we can finally retire. Yeah, we could and just bleep off everyone else. Today. Yeah. Hey, you didn't pick me for the All Star team. Well, who are you again? Yeah, I'm no on idea. a beach. So exactly. But I just think that Simicall Call and I saw them play early this season. They were definitely the better team then. They were the better team now. They're in the final. I'm not really surprised by the tier one uh, pairing. We, we predicted this back in week five that it would be third mm-hmm. down for what against Power Rangers. And it's what we want to see, right? Exactly. Like, so, so no offense to, to, to Party Mix and no offense to the other teams that played in this division. Um, but we want to see the best version of Coed and the best version. The best version of Coed will help grow Coed, right? And, and getting the best matchup gives us the best matchup to watch. Um, and it gives us the best match to talk about, and that's what we all wanted. So with Power Rangers, third down for what? Give me that every day of the week. It's it's about as good as flag football gets. We'll preview it next week, yeah, like we exactly. talked about. But this is going to be the third matchup again, and Power Rangers have taken two the last two. So yeah, yeah. They actually, I was at both games. That was the turning point of the season, because remember, third down for what were the pole leaders, and we're on the front foot. And these guys were trailing them, trailing them, and then they just took them out the first game. Two weeks in a row, yeah. The first game they took them out, I was like, okay, maybe, you know, third down for will come back strong. In that second affair, uh, they were nowhere at the same level as Power Rangers that day. And I I think they ran them off for no five plays in that matchup. So definitely this third installment will be very intriguing and how this will play out, which we'll preview next week and get the. So uh, better better rivalry. Is it uh, Contraband Braves? Is it Mitchell's finest Hurricanes or Power Rangers? They're done for what? Oh, please. Come on. I mean, first of all, Hurricanes, Hurricanes, uh, Mitchell's finest doesn't matter to me because who cares? It happened before my, my time here. So anything before me doesn't matter. Obviously. Yeah, exactly. So, before P's. BP. Yeah. The, the, B, the BPE doesn't matter, as we <laughs> all know. Um, and then and then you have, you know, contra, Contraband and, and Braves. And uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's as good a rivalry as, uh, as Power Rangers through done for what. We'll find out. We'll find out. Div- well, we won't because it's subjective. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Division- we will never find out. Exactly. Division E, and we'll recap that. So we- I love that as, as it is like that's the traditional radio device. Like, we'll see. We won't. We won't. <laughs> There's no way to know. So Division E, we're, we're through two rounds. We're now to the semifinals. Uh, of course, a lot of games to digest. Yeah. Here, so and we have, we have a – I mean, I mentioned this in my article, so I'll mention yeah. it off the top here. Uh, we had an issue uh, with Dilly Dilly. Uh, they're not able to play their game yet. There's a uh, – uh, COVID test that affected a few teams um, in Division D and E. Uh, some of those players are on Dilly Dilly. So for that reason, Dilly Dilly Blast from the Past was uh, delayed. Um, so Blast from the Past no longer there. I also um, did not realize, because I got the IR list and did not realize that Frank Renee did not throw in the previous game. And because I only had 48 hours to turn out another preview, uh, did not look closely enough to see that Frank Grenier did not throw in the first round. Yeah, Frank Grenier has uh, been replaced by Jeff Trudeau. Great receiver for those of you uh, who uh, have existed in the early part of the Peas era in FPF, but um, not reputed as a quarterback, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah, look, I mean, I score cap uh, the uh, the early games in the divisional playoffs. Uh, Raymakers getting crushed by Pincello's. 
Uh, Vince Romano not required. Like Vince Romano did not have to play quarterback that day. Um, I just thought a lot of the games that I saw were a lot of blowouts. Uh, I thought it would have been more competitive, right, because of how close it was during the regular season. And then into the quarterfinals, looking at the games that we had, I mean, there was – I mean, like Ravens-Orioles was closer than expected because Ravens during the regular season handled the Orioles fairly well. But uh, I'm surprised by V-Town. Uh, they beat Balls Deep, their, I guess, their uh, regional rival, borough rival, I guess, because how close they are to each other. I don't know that for sure. I don't know where these guys live. So I believe they're close to each other, these guys. Are they, are they not boys? I thought they were. Anyway, I don't know. Uh, but Pinchello's coming up big against Trailer Park Boys. Surprised by that, that Pinchello's were able to drop 38 on a Trailer yes. Park Boys okay, team. Well, can we, can we first talk about Trailer Park Boys being a surprise? Because they beat Green Means no, Go. No, so here's the story no, no, with that. I picked, I picked that outright. So, I, said, I said to me that that was, that was uh, sort of a trap game for Green Means Go. Trailer Park Boys are much better than a record show. Green Means Go... Good but flawed team. Well, here's the thing: Eugene McLaren didn't play. He uh, messed okay. up his ankle uh, the day of. Mm. And uh, speaking to Dave Allen afterwards, he said, "Look, man, like we were off our game completely because Eugene McLaren was my snapper. Yeah. And if you saw it, and I scored up that game, the snaps were completely off, going over his head this way to the wide right, wide left, to his knees. Maybe ankles. maybe Dave Allen's better off snapping that game. He's well, a famed snapper in FPF, right? It, it definitely hurt their offense because yeah. they didn't get going that day. And look, they, I, I get they got it. Knocked I out. get it. But so I also felt as though the the team in general is thin. And we saw the game against Pinchelos where when things don't go exactly right, they go from looking like the best team in the division to being just a team. And they they just came across as a division E team, which is the regular generic division E team at, at, at that point. Yeah, like, like full credit um, to Trail Pro Boys for beating them because it's what it is. You beat them fair and square, regardless who's there, who's yeah. not. But you know, but I thought Trailer Park Boys would give Pinchelos a hard time. Um, and I thought Pinchelos would win the first round. They did, um, and um, I thought I thought Trailer Park Boys would give them a run for their money because again, they're better than the record was. The first time they played, um, they were essentially five versus six almost the entire game. Yeah. Um, so I just I expected more. Antoine Mini th- throwing four interceptions uh, is shocking. Although the best part of Pinchelos is their defense, right? So yeah, that's that's a calling card, man. Like I, I've now score kept, I think two or three Pinchello games, and to use your Miami Dolphins as the example, and by all means, he's not this player because he'll never be this player's level talent. But Vince Romano is like Tua Tagovailoa. No. Uh, hear me out. No, hear me out. Hear me out. Junk quarterback who throws a lot of junk balls. Like he's a junk pitcher. You know when you want baseball players that are junk pitchers. Tua would have to eat a lot of spam. He does. He does to get to get to. Uh, but it's a lot of junk throws that that Romano has. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying to myself, my God, if there was like a team that has any comprehension on how to play defense, would be. Able but to that's why that's Trader Park Boys. Normally, right? so he so he's more like a Nathan Peterman. <laughs> yeah, the Peterman, the Peterman. So we'll say he's a Nathan Peterman out there, Vince Romano. Can we get a headshot of both of them together if we can, please? Mm-hmm. No. Um, yes, you can. <laughs> But I just find that their defense, if their defense can't pilfer a few INTs in their favor that can go over pick sixes, I'm telling you, now we're deep into the Final Four. Pinchelos have to figure out to get a better output from their offense because they cannot rely on their defense to win them games every single week as it has been so far this season. Yeah, um, and, and that's the thing. It's it's yet to happen, though. Right? So, like, Eagle said it first on the show that, that a defense will take advantage of of uh, the way Vince Romano reads the defense and the way he, uh, he executes, it hasn't happened. Mike, um, look at that beard on him. He looks like Joe Cano, no? A little bit. Yeah. Junior Cano. Junior Cano. We'll call him Junior um, Cano. I still like uh, Vince Karen Romano. Um, yeah, they look nothing yeah, like. 
These yeah. two people look nothing alike. Um, <laughs> the um, can you get Joe uh, Canoes the headshot there, please, if you don't mind the Eagles. Just keep adding headshots of yeah. different people yeah. as you think of them. Tom Hanks. I, I think Joe Cano would be the one that's yeah. closest to Dave it. Matthews. Just just get random people. Put it on there. They are the same person. They're, They're the same literally person. the same person. <laughs> you get, same person. Get Whoever has taken our pictures has failed. We have duplicate profiles. <laughs> yeah, can you just get the side by side shot if you can, please, Eagle? If you don't sure. mind, thank you. So um, as you said before, EAPs. So yeah, I thought that was the team. Um, I don't think V Town's the team. I, I I thought a team like you know uh, Save the Turtles would be that, but they got smashed in the first round by Oreos. I thought that Suicide Squad would be that team, and they uh, that to me is the shocking thing. Of uh, the division E playoffs, I thought Suicide Squad beats Balls Deep, moves on. Um, I thought Suicide Squad was one of the top three teams in the division. Um, but that game's a bit off because we were delayed by a half an hour and they didn't have a full roster at first. And 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 Balls Deep was literally ready to go. Look at this; they're the same person. I, 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 like, oh my! God. I no longer remember which one is which. So if we do like the shell game, can you think PZ? You think PZ be able to ID who's who, uh, Eagle? I, th- I think I Just think. By, actually, you're colorblind, so you can't tell the color behind them, can you? Yeah, I can. Oh, it's, you know, then it gives it away. But. Red versus blue, I guess. I don't know. I mean, what does it give away? Because like, if we cho- mix them all up and everything, you'd know oh, which one is which. Like yeah, game. I think one of their dads has some explaining to do. Yeah, my God, man. Look Maybe the same dad. The, the facial beard is very uh, close. Acra is fine. Is this like a Bartolo Colon separate family thing? Mm, I don't know. I don't know about that. But as we were saying before, though, with um, with Ballsy being Suicide Squad, I just thought that was – it was all off course because of the half an hour delay because of the referees and miscommunication and what time they had to be there for. And Balls Deep, they were locked in. They were warming up from like 6.45 until 7.30, and they looked like the hungrier team at that time and how they won the football game. Yeah. Um, but that's it. So now if I look at it, it's the only team I see on C. Well, it's Dilly Dilly or or Ravens. Right? So like, is that the final? If it, you had to say right now, Ravens versus Dilly Yeah, Dilly. absolutely. Absolutely. That they're, to me, there was three clear-cut really good teams. And I still think there's a difference between uh, Suicide Squad and uh, Dilly Dilly and, um, and Ravens. Dilly Dilly and Ravens, that they're same caliber, if not better, roster than uh, Suicide Squad, and Suicide Squad had a rookie quarterback. So they these two teams are uh, at least as good, but also have more experience at the quarterback position. So we see the NCAA March Madness tournament where they reseed uh, with the brackets, right? You know, in that element. And, and I'm not saying it should be done now, but maybe in the future, do we reseed the Final Four to have the best matchups? Because in theory, if you're saying the if Ravens do play dilly dilly in the court in the semifinal game or the conference final, however you want to call it. That is the de facto final in your mind. Yeah, but like, I want to see Vince Romano get embarrassed on tape. Yeah, but that's so, just a waste. That's like a waste finals, of, let's do it. That's like a waste of an hour for And you get to broadcast it. Yeah. I don't even know if that's true. We need to meet after this show immediately. Because <laughs> 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 to be determined. The two broadcasters for this division. But I mean, probably. It, it does bring up an interesting question. And we've well, do we have a roadshow? That's the question. Not yeah. that question. No, but the whole idea of we reseed every round. Wouldn't it be cool to actually do a true bracket where if you're the eighth seed, if you were Trailer Park Boys and you beat Green Means Go, why are you then sacrificed to Pincello's next on the list? But, Shouldn't but, you get the 4-5 matchup? But that's a, that's a fair point, though, right? Like I always thought in the back of my mind for the bigger divisions, for the lower divisions that we have for FPF, whether spring or winter in particular. Because of the greater variance. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I just think it would be fascinating to see a, a 16th seed knock out the one, perhaps, and then they take on the next seed, which would be 8-9, and so on and so forth here. 
maybe that can be discussed for future um, ideas for, for playoff formats. But again, I just think that you're right, Pease. The Ravens, if they do play Dilly Dilly, could be the final. And then whoever wins this game will probably blow out uh, the winner of Pinchellas versus V-Town. And we probably have pissed off those two teams saying, me, bro, these guys, yeah, who are these guys? That's the show. That's show me. They, they sleep, the on show. sleep on us. Sleep on us. Sleep on us. Do you not get what we're doing? Yeah. Anyway. I mean, no. Screw them. Chills are terrible. Yeah, exactly. All right, so Division D. Uh, we got to make a move on here, uh, Pease, with the Division D. Uh, so we're now progressing through. I'm sorry about your uh, hot sauce sports ego. I'm sorry about lockdown. I thought they had a chance maybe to. Uh, Can we never play outdoor games again? Just, just asking for a friend. Well, I know you're not a big fan. Asking of Asking for uh, a friend who can't grip a wet ball. I know. Winter is coming. Yeah, thank God. Because at least we can't we play. We might have to play outdoors given the uh, passport uh, yeah. <laughs> rules that we have uh, going forward. Okay, so we are now down to the uh, semifinals. Right, almost. We still have to determine some other semifinal dates to be played. So Pease, uh, we had some we had some fun in Division D actually because of all the stuff that happened. So just again to give everyone the full transparency, PDs and the Gronies uh, decided to forfeit their game. Uh, I don't remember the exact reason, but they basically decided to not play. I so believe tough. it was because of a family wedding that these guys were involved with. I think it was something like that. Yeah. yeah. So or they consumed too many Negronis, I imagine. So that happened in that particular game. We also had a positive COVID test for the uh, Kiss My End Zone game immediately following their game versus Sparrow's Legion. So we're not why saying... part of my swag game has been delayed. We're not saying... Who, but anybody who's like this much of a sleuth can easily figure out, you know, what happened. Especially when we start going through Division C yeah. and the Division E stuff. And yeah. So, yeah, that was a problem in the scheduling. And uh, yeah, so that kind of delayed a little bit of stuff. So technically, so let's, this let's, game 60 nothing top season. And then the TMS game is coming next Sunday. And the winner of which will then determine the other two seeds that are going to play at 9 o'clock, essentially. You mean this yeah, Sunday, let's, right? Let's... let's yeah, this Sunday. This Sunday, right? They, they they play basically right before the next round. Right. Exactly. Um. So quickly, Mo, like, what? Because we said that this was going to be, uh, Division D was going to be particularly interesting. Um, uh, Tuts and parlays. What, what what were the surprises for you? Tuts and parlays. Tuts and parlays. Okay. Not that the surprise that they finally put it together to uh to put a, to put a run. I mean, they took out new guys. I know new guys kind of struggled towards the end, stumbling and bumbling into the uh, playoffs. And didn't look like a confident team that they were in the first four or five games. I think Tuts and Prowlies, their their turning point was, I believe, their last game of the season. I, I forget who they played in Brosser. You go, if you can just find out that schedule for me, the last game in Brosser that, that they're in. That, in my mind, turned it around for Anthony Lazara and for that offense because they played a roost. A roost that's right. Thank you very much. So that was a game they were down. Uh, office couldn't do anything, and it just turned up from they had a pick six, another pick that was resulted in a touchdown. Didn't look back. I think that's where they 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 developed that arrogance and confidence about themselves about themselves to go out there and win this type of football game. And I'm not surprised that they're now in the semifinal portion of this playoffs. And perhaps with their wealth of playoff experience with those guys on the roster from Anthony and Dan Lazara uh, to others on that roster, mm-hmm. they could definitely make some noise and get to the finals. Yeah, um, for me. It was there's, there's a few surprises, um, but I, I, I can't believe how easily fighting Illini, um have gone through. I know Kevin Swin is back and he's no. Was a rope dope by them this season. Well, it was injuries, right? Like yeah. they, they were heavily affected by injuries. Uh, they have all their players back and they they look really good. Um, and um, Johnny Fireball beating Glow Gang. I thought that was like a upset special there for Glow Gang, but they couldn't get it done. Well, I mean. You know, you know how I feel about Johnny Fireball. False, False kings. kings. False Kings. False kings. But I just think that now, like Stoics, you know, 
I've been bashing on this team all season long. Second half, they figured it out. I mean, they yeah, built a system that Chris, works for them, and clearly it's working. I mean, if you're scoring 36 points and, uh, for, and only allowing 14 against, that's a playoff team. I barely, I barely, well, so, so the thing is, Chris Rivera is a really smart quarterback, and Le Bleu Brunner play a fairly obvious defense. And, you know, I say that as a guy who got picked off by them all night. But um, at the same time, Chris Rivera executed. Um, and they don't seem to be particularly great at adjusting, and Chris Rive is so. Um, I, that that's a, that doesn't surprise me at all. Stoics to me, it was just a matter of time before they figured it all out, and then they added Vincent Chung, which to me, GM of the year goes to Chris Rive for that decision. Oh, please don't give this guy like a big head. Now. No, I'm telling you, Vincent Chung's a huge to have that guy at a 60 60 rating is out of this world. <laughs> Well, yeah, or fifty-five, fifty-five, whatever he is, right? But I, th- I think now, like moving forward, I mean, we still have to figure out part of my so I can kiss my end zone for for the other portion of the playoff format that we have mm-hmm. left. But I just don't know if there's like a definitive favorite at this point of the season because again, we still have Giant Fireball against Tutson Parlays, Stokes against Fighting Elini, um, PMS. Who who would they play if PMS were to be kiss my end zone here? Uh, they would play the lowest seed. Because on the semifinals, we have eight, four games. So that means we have eight spots to be filled in. Four yeah. of them have been filled in. So there's still two games to be determined. Isn't, am, I not, uh, am I correct on that or am I seeing this wrong or eagle? So they would play, hold on, just figuring it out. I gotta go through this here. Oh, Eagles stumbling, man. He's had a terrible day today. Yeah, huh? like Rough the, the light was in the way. The camera wasn't set up. Yeah, like the graphics were off. Like you know when Eagles like frazzle, it's like man, it's it, like, a, like stacking with the Vultures is three. The way the camera was set Bruins to set the show, one. it was like on our face. It, it looked like someone stumbled onto your OnlyFans, Mo. Yeah, exactly. Like oh my god, I'm sorry for ruining your. They picture. would play Los Siete Amigos, yeah, because all the, the the other three seeds have won. So uh, Bruins have won, Vultures have won, and LSA have won. So PMS is the only team uh, missing at this point. So PMS is the two seed. No, so Bruins would play LSA, and then PMS would play Vultures. So, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure this out here. So there there is for because I know that we've had the flip flop because of COVID nineteen and other issues that I had here. So Sunday, September nineteenth. There's supposed to be four games played at 8 o'clock and 9 o'clock, right? Yes. So there's going to be more games that night. Am I, did I stand correct on that? No, no. This is, so that, those are the games that are scheduled. So right now, Johnny Fireball is playing Tuts and Parlays, and Stoics is playing Fighting Illini. So that's the Division D2 right. racket that's taking exactly care. right. In D1, yes. Bruins, Vultures, and okay. LSA have advanced. They are three of those four seeds at the 9 o'clock Right, because uh, it's, not, it's not shown on the screen. I just wanted to make sure about that, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah. You can't. Yeah, Actually, yes, t- you can see it on the screen right now. Well, TBA says right now. Yeah, but but that's exactly it. So the teams that are left are Bruins, Vultures, LSA, and then the winner of PMS Kiss My End Zone. So if Kiss My End Zone wins, they play Bruins, and then Vultures plays LSA. So who if if... If they're they're PMS, playing at nine o'clock, yeah, guaranteed. No problem. So if PMS were to win against Kiss Manzo, which if I think PMS would be the case, wins, they're playing Vultures and Bruins are playing LSA. So that is a sumptuous final four right there. Yeah, it's the it's the top four. Yeah, it is literally it's the top four. And I, I've score kept three of those four teams, and the margin of error is like razor thin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's look um, Division D has given us what we wanted so far. Right? It's given us sort of upsets and all that yeah. stuff, but. In general, this is what you want in the end, right? You want the, the best teams playing, 
and those four teams you're right mo it's it's the best the division has to offer um as like the the margin i think across the division was was small but like amongst the top teams it's hard to pick one like right. you're literally picking names out of a hat to decide who wins so kiss my end zone do you give them a chance against zero. the pms 0.000 i think i like to do one must think like deep down he can beat this team oh yeah well a you have to cuz oh, why would you, why wouldn't you it just i think there's there's two sports by 50 <laughs> there's too there's too much there you go right but that's the whole thing that's that's the joke is based on that uh but i think that there's just too much uh brandon kyler craig browning jordan mckinnis and riley pinecomb like they don't have there's not enough there hasn't been enough roster con- consistency and cohesion um and i like yeah you you can take away someone's size with with JD Jolly but does, is JD Jolly really taking away Jordan McKinnis for example No he's not So like they have the pieces to do it but like where um part of my swag's pieces are uh Lamborghinis um Kiss My Zone has a whole lot of Honda Civics Yeah no I, I agree with you on that front I just think that reliable but you know just if, not that If PMS are to win it just completes that missing piece to have a really seductive final four Yeah you know. And yeah, if they win, they, they take away. If, if Kiss My Hands don't win, they take away our good times. They, they yeah, take away it just kind of soils the whole. So process. let's all root against them. Yeah, as a league, as a community, let's root against Kiss My Hands on to because t- we don't want to take away our feel good. No, we don't. We're screwing up our stupid our brackets. Yeah, of yeah. course. Uh, Johnny Fireball, Tetsum Parlay, Stoics, and Finding Lini. I know we spoke about it briefly here. I, I don't know if Josh Feeder can can take that next step because he's been erratic this year as a quarterback. Well, he's not he's not an experienced quarterback. He has thrown some, but, you know, um, the strength of his team is the pieces around him. And when they have, you know, A.J. Rashkovan, Kevin Smuda, Dondre Borden, Marvin Steinberg, that's stupid as a roster. Like, but, that's he, but you know what? Not, not, I'm not going to pick him prominent and be like TMZ here, but he just can't connect with Marvin Steinberg. Okay, but so if he's your fourth receiver. Well, but but no. here's, here's the question, though, right? When you look at the Stoics, because they're playing the Stoics this week, who is their X factor that's going to shut down the Illini offense? Like, who's who's playing on Smuda? Uh, his, the brother, I imagine. Alexandre Rivet? Yeah. Okay. Because of the size. And Smuda wins that matchup, though. Yeah. Smuda, well, yeah. Smuda's it's a, it's a, a similar thing where they, they might have the pieces. But not quite like, like okay like let's say Vincent Chung right he's your most gifted he only athletic. has two games played by the way what's right he only has two games played who Chung he's an he's an IR replacement yeah. oh IR replacement yeah, yeah. yeah so okay. so he he has um he's let's say he's the most athletic defender on the team right is he taking away Dondre Borden no you trusting not. a Division E defender to take away a guy who's easily from the day he walked onto FPF, a Division three caliber receiver, like from day one. Vince Chung has like nine games experience. That's what I'm saying. Like, like he's not going to do and, it. And, and as athletic as he is, he's not Dondre. It's like Alabama. You know, like, and and then, and then on top of that, they still have AJ Rashkovat. So who do you who do you have there, right? Like, I don't know. I don't I don't see I don't see the matchups for Stoics. I think it's it's the worst draw. Like they were um, somewhat um, dependent matchup dependent, and um, this is the worst matchup for them. Yeah, and like for Tustin Parley's Johnny Fireball. And I know you're a big NBA guy, Pease, and I'll use this example to describe Tuts and Parlays because it came to my head just now. They remind me of the 1994 New York Knicks. Okay. Scrappy. And- yes. You know, Mason and all those guys, Oakley. The, the, the team the Ewing. team that uh, Michael Jordan let get to the finals yeah, by retiring. One year, you know, <laughs> playing baseball. You yeah. know, guys, I'm in Birmingham. Go, go ahead, play and lose to the Rockets. But they're scrappy. 
Uh, was Allen Houston on that team? No, he wasn't. His leader? Yeah, okay. Came in 96, actually. So they're scrappy. They're blue collar. They'll muck it up. Um, it's not pretty football, but they win. And I just think that this is the, the, the formula they have to apply playing Johnny Fireball on the weekend that if they're going to make it to the finals, they're going to have to really be scrappy and try to win it like, in a low-scoring affair. Yeah, it's it's a, so Chris Reeve has to be perfect. Um, and well, that's Stoics. Sorry? Oh, you're talking about Johnny Fireball. Yeah, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, um, dozen parties, yeah. So... The thing with the... Um, I just had the Stokes page open on my screen. <laughs> um, the thing is, uh, with Tuts and Parties, the, the calling card's always going to be the defense on that team, right? Like, it's it's a combination of guys who are better athletes than you'd expect, combined with the fact that they have a lot of higher-end division experience. Right. Uh, they don't get rattled easily. They will rattle you on the other end of that. Um, and Johnny Fireball runs a, a pretty gimmicky offense that... Like I can just imagine a guy like Dan Lazara who who's seen every look in FPF, right? He f- sees these gimmicks. He's going to instantly know how to neutralize them. Um, and then Johnny Fireball, when I played against the Mo, they didn't run a single hook, and they didn't run a single quick out unless it was in the go- it was in the red zone. So all of their plays, they're constantly just trying to look for like 15 yards and plus at all times. Right. And it was a lot of broken plays and, and, and quarterback running around buying time and two quarterbacks and all, a whole bunch of this stuff. And that's not going to work. That's not going to work against Stetson Parties, right? Right, right. Um, so you they need to, Johnny Fireball, for, for them to shed the moniker of false kings, A, we need to win this game. B, they need to create a more disciplined, uh, more methodical offense that I don't think they currently have the capacity for. No, not now. Not now. This, I, I th- not saying they're run out of racetrack, but because the, the athletes, the athletes on Johnny Fireball are ridiculous. They're good players. Like they're, they're better players, probably over like on average. Yeah. Than touch some parties, which is I'm not, I'm not an insult. Both teams are talented, but the thing is, is that um, from a knowledge perspective, they just don't have it yet. They're new. They're, they're too green. Yeah, I, I, th- I think now for, for Johnny Green Balls, for Johnny Green Balls or Johnny False King Green Balls, mm. um, Johnny False Balls. <laughs> That's a great one. You know what? <laughs> Replace false kings. We're playing false, false balls. balls. False balls. They are now false balls. That's mm-hmm. what they are. Moving yeah. forward. Every team that we don't like, false balls. Well done, PC. Um, You're welcome. That's why, that's why I get paid the big bucks. Folks. Exactly. And we're going to get reprimanded. That's why I get the, one more dollar than Eagle. We're going to get reprimanded by the suits at, uh, at this uh, complex over here about using the term false balls. Anyway. No, it's fine. It's football, isn't it? it We're is. always talking balls. I'll let you in on the secret. So we opened the fall registration. We had to reject a team name. Mm-hmm. Rob actually caught one. For once. Cream pies. <laughs> so false balls is probably okay. I would have allowed it. It could be a snack. Yeah. It's not, I mean, though. I mean, it's not. It's, but I mean, it could be. Look, it could have been a nice logo on the T-shirt. I mean, we've seen some nice ones. Joe Cano. Bearded always- clams, family jewels. There's been some good ones. Well, Joe, Joe Cano, right? Jazz. When he had some like, peanut butter and jelly, it could have been like that, right? It could have been a, a cream pie. The minge. The minge. The minge, yeah. We could have had that. Uh, so, <laughs> There's been some creative ones. For, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, balls deep. Yeah, I know. We'll used so many times. So, anyway, uh, at this thing, I lost my train of thought. Uh, we're talking about giant fire. Green balls. Oh, the false balls. And, false and balls. False balls. 
I see your Eagle, point. Can you clip the false balls segment so yeah, we please. can put it out there? I'm just going to say false balls over and over again. Yeah, false that's balls. fine. That's fine. Just do a montage of us saying false balls. False balls. And like lay it over with like uh, a picture of, of Johnny Fireball. Let's just make sure the audio is clear. Mo? False balls. Peace? False balls. And we're good. Thank you. So, Thank you, Eagle. Good production. Let's wrap up this whole segment here on this false balls narrative. I see your point, but I, I think you're, you're bang on that it might be too late to make your adjustments now. So you live by the sword, you die by the sword, and they'll go with what they do best at this point. Because they, they can't, I don't think they have an idea how to really simplify an offense. I agree. And, and then, okay, we're going to do, do five and outs, ten and outs, ten hooks, five hooks. Well, slant. it's just not what they do. So the timing won't be there. It's yeah. going to lead to a lot of interceptions. If exactly. They do that now, right? And, so. and it becomes a meat grinder. Because of meat grinder, it favors uh, Tussin Parlays in this matchup. All right, Division yeah. C. Uh, we're inching closer and closer to perhaps having the rematch of the Div C Week 11 showdown between Infantry and Bless, which Bless had won. And we are now down to uh, the quarterfinals, which we still have to be determined with uh, shit taking on sheesh, which is still to be played. And then we'll figure out the final four pairings we have lined we up. we got to clean something up, too. Um, yeah. Top sauce. So uh, we were under the impression Pat Jazon was going to throw the rest of the season. For whatever reason, we just hadn't covered a top sauce game in August. Or the ones we did, Jason was actually throwing yeah. in that game. Um, but he's, yeah, Vin, uh, Vince Nardone has been throwing again. Uh, he threw on August 8th. Um, he, he, he threw again from the 19th on. Where the hell were we? Where were I just games? I think we, we just the, the one game we picked to cover Jason was quarterbacking and we just assumed all the other games was Where were Jason. those games by the way? So uh, well like he he threw against the uh, Le Santan, he threw against the Gokuk, B Ballers, uh, Balls Deep East W. All those games were games Jason threw. Uh, against the Infantry it, it was uh, Nardone, uh, Mangoose, Blue Dreamers, Silent Ticklers and then this past game against Blue Dreamers. And then Blast as well. Right, so Infantry advance uh Le Gokuk taking out B Ballers. So are you surprised by that? Uh, Grocock taking on B ballers. Thirty four thirteen win by the Grocock. Yeah, that that absolutely is surprising because again, to me, B ballers was one of the the elite three in the division, and the Grocock are not at that level. Um, was there like a roster issue, or was it just them beating? Well, the Grocock's been 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 playing really good. I think the last three four weeks. But for B ballers, to put up only thirteen points, and against a, a defense is not great. So so Chavero threw for B ballers as did Trotty. William Trotty. Yeah. So. That's what happened. They wouldn't have the quarterback. So we're not no. surprised. Because Gianni Cassati is what makes the team special. Like the team is in- incredibly talented, but the the uh, the fuel that makes the engine go is Gianni Cassati. So what division are they going to be in if they come back in winter? I imagine they're Division 3. They have to be Division 3. Middle or... Cassati's quarterback rating is 77.7. So yeah, you're stuck that's, in... That's you're stuck be, in... Yeah. You that's nonsense. Might be able to go. How is Johnny Cassati's new rating two Actually, points no, higher than mine? Spring. Hold on. Hold yeah. on. Let me go. FPF. Please talk. don't tell me his rating is two points higher than mine, Eagle. Yeah. Hold because on. Then yeah. I'm sending a letter of complaint to FPF. Yeah. It's it's, it's like Cassati's new rating is 82 points. There we go. Division three. So he's he's division. Th- yeah. His team's division three bound. Yeah. And when you look at the, the pool of quarterbacks, like Stephen Harper's side will be there as well. Like that that makes a lot of sense, right? Right. Um. So yeah. So. Um, so it doesn't surprise me to, the if they come back for fall. You'd have to play tier one actually because QB yeah. cap is eighty. Right. Okay. So for infantry and the blessed, they're, they're waiting to see who they're going to play. So they're either going to play Shit, Sheesh, or the Grocock. Mm-hmm. Out of those three teams, the Grocock, Sheesh, or Shit, is there like a bad matchup for either the infantry or blessed to play no. one of these teams? No. 
Sheesh, maybe just because of the overall athleticism, but <laughs> yeah, I don't see it. Um, you know, and uh, the way uh, she's just played down the stretch, and specifically, um, you know, they 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 won that week eleven game against Mangoose. Yeah, they put a big numbers against Balls Deep, which is what you want to do. Like you you want to see that. You don't want to see them skate by a struggling team, right? You want to see Andrew Langwood put up a big number against a bad team. That's what he did. Um, and but they're battered and bruised. Uh, this a sheesh team. But they're getting healthier. Like Dondre Borden now is healthy. Vincent Benjamin is still there. Um, I believe Langwood's good to go as well. So like, I I I don't see. Um, I, I but still even at that, there's there's such a difference between uh, infantry and blessed um, and anyone else in the division. Yeah, I, I think there there is a there is a gap uh, that that I think it, you know. Look here, I'll say this: if infantry or bless have an off game, then I think they can be had by sheesh or shit or or the girl cock. But I think realistically speaking, here, I'm not saying we we can dry the ink yet, but we're on that course to have part two with these two teams in the final. The other thing is, the infantry hasn't played in like three weeks. Have they? Oh no, they did. Uh, they, they did. did. Yeah, they played, played this past week. Okay. Yeah. I was like, wait a second. How did they not play <laughs> since the playoffs started? But they beat Silent Ticklers, who I thought Silent Ticklers might be one of the teams to give them a hard time just because of uh, Jordan Panetta's uh, skill and 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 FPF knowledge. Yeah, and it wasn't an issue at all. Infantry rolled them. Yeah, and I just think that. The firepower. Well, of the, the kind of. Uh, other than Blessed, who put up 40 points against them, Ticklers were the next highest team to score points against them at 27, only followed by Sheesh But that's But that's, that's literally right? the point I'm making, Eagles, that you have these two teams that are far and above the everyone else. The artillery. Yeah. That's what I mean. When you deep. say Ticklers would have given them a challenge, they technically did. They technically did. They were the yeah. second best team to play infantry. But the artillery is deep for, for infantry and, and blessed, right? Like even, even when blessed. Is that blessed, a military joke? Infantry, yeah, artillery? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, perhaps. Holy but you realize blessed. the infantry don't have artillery, hence why they're called the infantry. Yes. But when blessed they was banged infants. up. Yeah. It would be like calling the infantry the Air Force. Right. So when They don't have planes. They're sure. the infantry. They're on the ground. Right. Whatever you want. I don't care. <laughs> uh, when Bless was banged up and they had some guys down for the count midway through the season, and I score kept a lot of their games and said, man, I don't know if they're going to hold on to a top two seed because of B-ballers kind of... But it uh, wouldn't matter. They could have come in at the eighth seed if they have all their pieces for the playoffs. They're the, but, they're the best or second best team in the division. I'm, I'm implying, though, that even when they were in full strength, they still ran through and got the one seed. Well, what they have. Yeah, and they, they they have the smartest quarterback in the division. Yeah. They have uh one of the most athletic cores that like think of it like we saw we saw what fighting a line I looked like without Kevin Smuda, right? We saw what blessed with like Kevin Smuda. I was like, okay, it's not the same. No, but, but they're still winning games, right? Yeah, so Yeah. And that's why I just think that it's it's gonna be compelling storylines in that semifinal, but who they will play, I think whoever they play infantry and blessed. They will get a good run, but I think they these two teams are the cream of the crop when it comes to it And at the end of the day. So. By the way, another guy we, we haven't mentioned all season, he's been huge for them, especially with guys going out and down, Jafar, Hans, uh, Jafar Hassan. Yeah, he's played both ways very yeah. well for them. Very uh, good. Very, very good, solid player on both sides yeah, of the ball. Yeah, good team guy then. Yeah, um, yeah so I guess since we've uh, ran through the gauntlet of divisions here, it is now time for... Games of the Week! 
Look how good oh, we nice. are on time. By the way, uh, how did we do last week with our uh, pronostication? Did we track that or no? Uh, I will go do the math on it. We Pretty didn't sure do great. Let's just put it that well, way. Well, we you both didn't do Yeah, because well. we picked different teams. Yeah, you didn't do <laughs> okay, well, not so we. I so Mo and I combined are 500. Yeah, exactly. We're 500 <laughs> in this whole process. But yeah, like we're we're close, but we're not great. We got Trailer Park Boys, though. You're not close. I got Trailer Park Boys. Yeah, you're not close. We're great. You're not close. All right, so we're going to do the matchups, and sometimes we'll have to do, like, both in case whoever's going to win so we can do the different options right, depending right, on how right, it ends right. up. Um, so we're going to start with the Division A and B games. So starting with Urgence Medzik and Junkyard Dogs. UM. UM. KGP, Get Off Our D. I'm going to go KGP. I'm going to go Get Off Our D. And Contraband All-Stars. Contraband. Contraband. I don't like it, though. I don't like going against Kevin White in the playoffs. But yeah. Contraband. They're a better team. Yeah. All right. We're going to do co- Actually, no. We're going to skip co-ed. Why, is, why is he even still playing? It's corpse at this point. We're skipping co-ed. We'll pick that next week. Yes. Uh, Division E. We have Pinchellos and V-Town. I'm going to go Pinchellos. Pinchellos, unfortunately. Okay, and then... Yeah, oh, oh, by the way, remember the late Pete Rozelle and the late Al Davis when they were having their NFL feud with, with the Raiders trying to move to L.A. and, and Pete Rozelle trying to block it? So if Pinchellos were to win, we need Peasy to present the trophy to the Pinchellos and to Mr. Mano. Not doing it. And, this, and, and had that photo op, right? Like, here's Peasy presenting the trophy to Vince Romano. But this is what's going to happen. I'll happily present it to my boy Flag Jesus when the Ravens win, as I predicted at the beginning of the season. All right, here we go. All right. And then, so for the other matchup, we're going to pick both because Dilly Dilly and Blast from the Past is dilly not dilly. decided yet. So it's either going to be Ravens versus Dilly Dilly, in which case... I have Dilly Dilly winning the first game. I'll tell you what I say every time I'm in Jersey. Give me the double D. All right. Or Blast from the Past could win, and then it's Ravens Blast from the Past. No, no. Dilly is advancing through. Yeah. We said it. Dilly Dilly. All right. Dilly dilly it is. We're going to go Division D next. We have Johnny Fireball. Oh, hold on, hold on. The, the, more, yeah, the, the, the final four has to be determined now. We're making the picks for that now. Eagles. That's it. That's it for Division E. But don't they play the final four in the Ravens, weekend also? Dilly dilly. They play the next round. They play on Sunday. That's it? Yeah. They play. That's all there is? No, but they play the next round. Don't yeah, they, they play the next it? round. That's all there is? Oh. Ravens. Hold on. Ravens against Dilly dilly. Yeah, wouldn't that happen? And and then Pinchellos play V Town. We didn't make mega picks. And then that's it. That's we didn't, but we didn't pick Ravens or Dilly Dilly. Dilly. We said Dilly. That's why I said Ravens Dilly Dilly. Oh, oh so then Ravens. I pick Ravens. Yeah, I pick Ravens to win that. Guess we picked Dilly Dilly win the first I said, game. Dilly Dilly blast from the past. If Dilly Dilly wins, they Ravens win. Dilly Dilly. You made it confusing. They win. Yeah, Ravens, Ravens win. are going through. <laughs> Same he confused himself. <laughs> All right, we got <laughs> Division D. Johnny Fireball, Tuts and Parlays. Tuts and Parlays. Tuts and Parlays. Okay, the Stoics fighting Illini. You know what? They're starting to really pull on my heartstrings, the Stoics, but give me the fighting Illini. Same. Okay, now we're going to go... Not same fighting Illini. We're going to go with the two outcomes. So let's say PMS wins in, for this upcoming game. Let's just say PMS wins. PMS wins, okay. We're going to have PMS versus, uh, I think it's... Vultures. Vultures, exactly. PMS. PMS. Okay. And then Bruins would be uh, versus LSA. 
Bruins, but I don't like it. LSA. LSA might win that one, but I'll go LSA Bruins. LSA is going to win. Okay, now let's go with the other option. Kiss My End Zone wins. No, 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 no. We, we, made, a, we made a picks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kiss, Kiss My End Zone's not winning. No, they're not. They're, they're out. They, they, they might as well just... I, 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 PMS. I'd say don't show up for the game, but we don't forfeit, so show up for the game. But just lose gracefully. Okay. And I'm going to laugh at you. And then we have Division C. So let's say the South Harmon Institute of Technology wins. In which case, then, you're going to have the infantry versus... Uh, hold on. Are, are you here. going with shit? Yeah, but he's just confusing himself. Because like, I'm going sheesh. So this one, we might have to pick both scenarios. Yeah, I mean, Eags, we, we can just pick the scenario that we stick with. You don't have to go through two scenarios. Yeah, but I'm saying this one here, we might have to go two because you're going to go shit and I'm going to go sheesh. Yeah, so here, I'm going to go shit and he's going to go sheesh on this okay, one. Okay, so let's start with the most scenario. So shit wins. Okay, so if shit wins, that yeah. means they are playing the infantry. Oh, let me just confirm that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. They're playing Blast. LG. And there goes my headset. Yeah, LGC is five. So, Blessed <laughs> would play LGC. So, uh, give me Blessed to win that game. And give me Infantry to beat uh, shit. And, yeah, and then Infantry would play shit. Yeah. So, give me a Blessed and Infantry to go through. Okay. And then if Sheesh were to win, mm -hmm. then Blessed would play Sheesh. Give me Blessed. Oh, you do? Okay. No, that's it. Because it's my scenario. Yeah. Okay, okay. And then uh, <laughs> Infantry would be playing LGC. Uh, infantry. Okay. Because it'll be Blessed Infantry at the finals. It doesn't matter. So here's the thing. Shit versus Sheesh? Doesn't matter. <laughs> so. Yeah. Ego confused himself. What a terrible start. I'm end. trying to do the different <laughs> scenarios, the different outcomes. Don't worry about the scenarios. We go with what we want to go with here, you know? Mm. Hey. The uh, finals week, we're going to have our previews to that. We'll, we'll have a plan for that because, again, we have to preview all the finals. So we might do a little bit different format. Maybe get the, the writers on as well to get their picks. Who knows? Uh, we're down to the final show and don't forget registration is open for the fall cup as well already registered um, when's the deadline to register for fall cup like the I believe day? it's end of September or when the division or the tier is full whichever yeah. comes first right uh, four divisions available you can register for tier three max cap is QBs at 70 or 385 I think is the number for that uh, tier two, which the cap is AD for QBs, and I think four, four forty, and then tier one, which has no quarterback cap, but has a roster max at five hundred. You, you said four tiers, though, no? Yes, and then fourth one is Coed with a quarterback cap of eighty, and somewhere in the four. 30 for 40 range. I never remember the exact right. number. And, and a reminder again from the health protocols, uh, the passport will be enforced, Eagle, uh, for the next season that we will have? Unfortunately so, is the way I'm going to describe so it. We'll have to comply until the government decides we no longer have to comply. Right. So FYI, for those who are on the fence or who are contemplating coming back but aren't vaxxed, take into consideration that we will have to enforce not us, but the buildings that we are going to be playing in for the Correct. Uh, fall cup and then going towards winter. If it's still Please don't complain to us because A, there's nothing we can do and that's all the information. Yeah. <laughs> Small correction, tier 3, 395, tier 2, 445, tier 1, 500, co-ed 475. Okay, fair enough. New ratings are up. So if you yeah. search for your name, actually, let me show everyone how to do this. Okay, here we go. Let's if do, you let's search take for your name at the top over here. So how about PZ? Paolo. I'm not enjoying this, by the way. Hey, you went up, Paolo Della Rocca yes. showing up over here. Right now, we're in the spring season. Yeah. So notice his quarterback of 69.8. Nice. If I were to switch this to Fall Cup 2021, 
and do the exact same thing. The screen would disappear. He's really yes. having a tough time today, man. Oh, no, this is how it works. And then if we do Paola, now it's 75.6. Hey! hey! All right. Not happy. My boosting of your stats has finally paid off. Not happy. Yeah, uh, you two have 42 touchdowns, right? Well, hey, man, I give you those nice uh, yards of passing as well. If you boy. have a complaint about your roster, your rating number, go ahead and go to our roster verification form or our registration form. There is a link you can fill in to either submit a rating change request for an individual player or a roster to fit a cap. Spoiler but alert, not happening, but you can try. All right. Warning, if you're better than me and you're rated and you want to be rated below 75, definitely not going to happen. Magic words, please, boys and girls. Jacksonville State is in Alabama? Uh, it is. But good night, Florida State. Oh, good night, David Delarocca, who's watching the Raiders game as opposed to making me my graphic. <laughs> hey, look at the two. <laughs>